Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How to handle price objections. Hi, this is Ale Meyer and welcome to the Sales is Easy channel, a place where we simplify and demystify the sales process and help you learning the formula to really make sales easy. I firmly believe when done by skilled professionals, sales is easy. So I got the question on LinkedIn, how to handle price objection? And uh, I'm very frustrated with hearing this objection regularly with my clients and you are probably frustrated as well. But there is a strategy you can take and there is a way how to approach. I believe that objections to price are the most frequent of all objections. And if you are able to meet these objections successfully, that's an extremely valuable asset that you bring to the table. And being efficient in sales is impossible without it. It's gonna come your way. The only problem is if you hear it too early in a sales process, it is not good, especially if you name the price, because whatever you say, it will be too expensive, simply because you didn't build enough value in the eyes of customers and you didn't have a chance to prove your value. I believe also that it's very important that every sales manager should take special efforts to see that each member of the team is able to really successfully meet price objections. As an executive, as a team manager, I had uh, every, every actually I would say every six to eight weeks, we had the meeting with the team and I throw the price objection at them and we were just brainstorming about it. Good news is when you do that regularly, then your team will pay attention, your salespeople will pay attention next time when they hear it from the customers and they'll, if they have find a creative way to answer the question, if they find a satisfactory way, they will share it in a group meeting and we all learn from it. So it's basically sharing the best practices. But when you think about price objections, I believe also that they can be divided into three classes. First, those which are not meant by the customer from the point of view of value, but that the prices are higher, they can afford to pay. What it means is they just want a cheaper product. If you have Mercedes-Benz and they want to buy Honda, guess what? You know, you can show them the best possible features, all the buttons that Mercedes or Tesla or fancy car has, they don't care. They simply want a cheaper solution. And that's fine. That's fine. But that's you need to understand that. So the first class is people who just want to buy cheaper solution. 
Next group is group of customers, group of people who simply made make this uh, objection solely for the sake of argument or discussion. Many customers actually think it's their duty. And I'm not saying about the commodity selling. If you walk in a store and somebody offers something and you, they try to hustle, negotiate and get a discount. In a big sales environment, I was witnessing a $500 million decision and they behave like they're in a market, like <laughs> same way. They felt the guy who was actually pushing on the, on the price, he felt that it's his duty to make as many objections regarding the price, regarding the conversation we had at hand. Uh, maybe they had the, they played bad guy, good guy, I don't know. But it was just his duty to, you know, throw as many price objections as he could he could do he could make and the funny thing is actually he was naming our competitor that we knew they are much more expensive than us and still he was claiming that they are cheaper and he wanted to show us a proof and when i probed him grilled him in a nice professional way you know just uh, let's compare if you can bring the proposal to the table then we can you can hide and company name but let, let's talk about specific parts of the proposal he never brought it to the table right and there is a third group of people they actually name these objections with all sincerity. They object because they sincerely believe that the prices are too high for the product or service you are offering. They are sincere in their objections and they firmly believe in what they are saying. So when you think about these three classes now, how to handle each individually? You have to be aware which kind of customer you have in front of you. Somebody who just want a cheaper solution, somebody who just want to have a discussion with you on that topic and that's it. Or somebody who actually firmly believes that, that uh, actually the prices are too high and that's it. So when objection is made to price, you should be able to tell which class it belongs. If your products are too expensive, you should be able to read this, to un understand and to judge what they are able and willing to pay. And you can probe, like, um, don't ask the question. I heard this many times and it's just, you know how they say there are no stupid questions? Well, I witnessed some really stupid questions. What's your budget for it? I, I actually, a guy called me, tried to sell me CRM software and, uh, you know, I was declining the proposal because I was not interested in the first place. And then he asked, uh, he thought it's a very smart question. How much are you willing to pay for CRM? Can you guess what my answer was? Zero. I don't want to pay anything. If I can get it for free, of course. So if you ask your customers, like, if, you know, I don't know, you're selling something, costs 50000 and they decline, they say it's too expensive. You know, if you ask them how much you're willing to pay, what are they going to say? Zero. And then how you get back after that. So many salespeople, they cannot tell this kind of price objection. They don't know how to handle it. And they simply continue with presentation to prove that the price is great. We are market leaders. The quality we bring to the table is amazing. We got many rewards, certificates, and blah, 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 blah. Well, if this is the case, you should know it and continue to sell with that in mind. On the other hand, if the customers cannot afford to pay the higher pri price, guess what? Sometimes you need to walk away. Sale will be lost. You cannot sell to everybody. If they are willing to pay for Honda, the price of Honda, for a Tesla car, guess what? Or I had one customer, I was in a software selling business, and the customer said, well, you know, we would like to get A and B and C and D, all of it, but for the price of your bronze package. You know, so you want to, our platinum package, not gold, platinum package for the price of, of, uh, of bronze package. And what I do actually did, I didn't confront him. I said, you know what? Here is what we're offering. We're offering A and B and C and D. If you want, if you're willing to pay this price, we need to remove D 
from the table and then yeah abc yeah it's similar to it no 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 we need your tech support in four hours we need uh, you guys to come on board or, or sort the problem in four hours or less we really need it well you know what uh, if you're willing to pay less then we have to actually adjust our proposal so you have to make customers believe that they actually they're gonna lose if they don't buy it they're losing something you some you deduct something from the deal you cannot offer everything and then just drop the price from uh, i don't know gold or platinum level to 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 the bronze level you cannot just do that and expect you know that you bring the good value to the table of course all of our customers they want to pay less than what we expect from it that's logical that is normal but it's up to our salespeople to fully understand whom we have in front of us what kind of class of customers somebody who's just negotiating somebody who's want to buy a cheaper solution out there they don't care about the quality or anything else or somebody who actually firmly believes that the prices are simply too high what you are offering i'll give you a quick uh, personal story I was shopping for uh, a Christmas present for my spouse in a big retail store and I witnessed interesting conversation between a customer and a saleswoman. And saleswoman, she showed to customer a nice dress with a really higher price tag. What the customer said, price is too high, of course. And like, you know, it's a little above my budget. So the saleswoman thought that she meant that there was not, a, not, there is no value in the dress price higher. And then she starts arguing and to prove that the price is not too high because it's a brand, it's a designer clothes, and we'll consider the quality of the dress and Chinese silk, etc., etc., etc. And the customer constantly repeated, price is too high, price is too high, it's too much. And she wants to buy something that's less expensive. Even then, that's a funny story, even then the saleswoman, she did not understand the reason for the objection. And she continued with her story value designer clothes uh, uh, materials they use and then what happened customer just walked away so remember this your customers they vote with their feet they will walk away if you don't understand what's their budget what's the understanding of the value that you bring to the table what how they understand the product if they just want to buy the cheapest thing guess what if you cannot offer the cheapest thing say you know what i can point you go there go to other store or go to this company and they'll provide you with the cheapest solution they have stuff like that you know sometimes you have to actually understand that you cannot win them all but in this case this saleswoman wondered why she did not make the sale because you're pushing the product that's out of their budget simply that's it if she had been able to read human nature she sh she could have told the objection was because the price was higher than they are willing to pay and it was not negotiation negotiation about the price the product the price everything did not work for a customer so this being the case the sale under ordinary circumstances would have been made i believe that if she showed another dress another product of lesser value so next time when you hear a price objection, and I really don't know if you're in a commodity selling, if you're selling something, something in a one, one simple call or one meeting, or it's a more complex environment, but the story is always the same. Try to understand to which class of these three this objection belongs, and then try to handle it properly. Just to repeat one more time, I had many questions on this topic during my live face-to-face -face trainings. So there are three classes of customers and price objections. First, people who just want to buy a cheapest solution out there, cheapest product, cheapest. I mean, if you look at the TV, 55-inch uh, TV, it could be it could be 300, no-name brand, or 700 or thousand dollars. 
is somebody wants to buy the cheapest one. They want a big TV. They don't care the brand. They have one year warranty or two year warranty. Life is good. I don't care. I'm not loyal to any brand. That's fine. That's a group of people who just want to buy a cheapest solution. Then you have a people who just want to discuss and haggle on the price. Like I was in Istanbul doing the training and they took me to the big market there and you would not believe it. Like what we know about sales, it's nothing. When you see guys, the street sellers, street vendors, how they haggle and how they negotiate about the price, how they started talking with you. And the guy, local guy, Turkish guy told me, observe this. And the guy started, they started, it was something like 400 Turkish lira price, 400 and the guy offered 120. And I would feel like if I'm, uh, if I'm buying something, imagine you go to somebody offer to sell something for 400, you offer counter price was 120, he would kick me out. But in this case, no, any, any price is good price. It's a good starting point. And he explained to me, you gave a price, you gave a starting point. Now let's see if he can meet somewhere. So the guy, the vendor didn't say, oh, 400, I'm dropped to 390. No, he was at 320 immediately. It's funny to observe. You can learn so much about human nature and how people communicate. In the boardroom, you have a guy like that. I had customers saying, like, your sales training, like, you know, you can, you know, whatever you're offering, no, we will buy one, pay one third of it. I said, good, then we do one third of the training. And I'm joking, like, you know, it depends on the situation. Put some humor in it, but just understand there are people who want to haggle on the price and who want to feel like they're getting a good deal. I mean, don't mislead. Many companies in retail environment as well, they sell something for 100 they put the price tag 150 and then $50 off. Well, original price was 100 anyway, right? So if you put 150 and drop it down to 100 people feel like, oh, I'm getting a good deal. Well, that's misleading, that's lying. I, I think even it's illegal to do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't lie to your customers. There are, things can be found out easy. The thing is, if you have a customer who just want to get a good deal, make sure that you structure your deal, structure your proposal in a way that's appealing to them. They get something out of it. They don't get everything what you offer them for the price, the, for the top price, but they, they feel like, uh, you know, you deduct something and remove something from your proposal, proposal and say, here is still a good proposal. And they need to talk with themselves and within their team to understand. If we go with solution A, we pay much more or we deduct, we lose this, but we pay 10% less. Which one should we go with? And then it's simple decision between buying from you or buying from you. doesn't matter, but you want to actually offer something and it's about the price. Understand the mentality. And third group is people who really believe whatever you're selling, it's too expensive. Well, they don't see the value. It's all about the value here. It's not about the price. It's not about negotiating and haggling and trying to, to get a good deal. It's not about that. They don't see the value and whatever you offer, it's too expensive. So forget about the money for a second. That's my go-to sentence. Forget about the money. Do you see the value in my proposal? Yes or no? If they say yes, but your price is too high, okay, then we're talking about the price. But usually in 90% of chances, customers say, well, you know, actually, okay, I know, it's something else. Let's forget about the proposal. Let's build, let's talk about how you guys want to do this. Like, let's go back to the board up and plan and uh, board <laughs> to, to really try to structure understanding of the value that you can bring to the table. Three different classes, remember that. Okay, so thank you for listening to this uh, uh, podcast on how to handle price objections. I hope you got some good ideas of it. If you really have much, uh, any other comments, any questions about this topic, please reach out to me via LinkedIn message, reach out here, uh, send me an email, whatever it's easiest for you. I would really like to hear your opinion and uh, your way of handling the price objection. 
This is Ale Meyer for Sales is Easy and thank you for listening. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes out now on Electric Cast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.